It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. During the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of questions on Facebook, folks. Anyways, uh, here's the thing. Monday Night Raw used to not appease the fans. Now it is appeasing the fans. So what can we say that is going to change anyone's mind that doesn't watch WWE? I don't know. But what I can tell you is... (laughs) There's one thing 
we all understand, and that is wrestling is much better when certain brands are competitive. I like Ring of Honor. I like watching variated, variated different versions of wrestling. And I can tell you folks, as uh, the lovely, awesome godmother of uh, WFC, as I like to call her, welcome to the show, Granny Hulkster. Well, hey, B-Train, how are you? I feel good. It's one of those days where, you know, I feel a change, not only a change in atmosphere, hopefully a change in job. You know, they say that it it gives people... Um, a healthy feel in life, you know. Monday Night Raw is changing. Go, Brian Rails is uh, getting ready for an interview. So you know what, folks? A lot of things are changing, and I can tell you, it's very refreshing. From what you know, continuing on the conversation from last night, it's very good to have a show that needed it needed a revamp really bad. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. We didn't think Vince takes notice. Yes, he does. Because why else would he show up to his show that he created 25 years ago and tell the crowd, hey, enough is enough. I've seen the sufferings of the fans, and now we're going to appease you guys. I don't know. Part of me thinks this is a trap because the last time the authority uh-huh. came on live air and they said, We'll give you what we want, we got it for about mm, two, three months in 2017, and then it went back to normal. And now it's 2018 and it took 10 months to realize, you know, hey, better late than never. I did some digging, sure. Granny. <laughs> I did some digging. You know me, I love spouting off statistics about wrestling in general. And that's because some people fail to realize sometimes, folks, you've got to look within to have concrete backings to what you're saying. And wrestling is one of those things where sometimes it's good to check on the ratings. And I was right. Rob did dip. Um, you know, they had 114,000 viewers leave. But now I think they gained some. Let me check right here as I pull it up. But, Granny, I was so glad. I was surprised you called in last night. You must have been really happy. <laughs> I was. I was just absolutely ecstatic last night. I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. So I couldn't help myself, fans. I had to call in last night. <clears throat> And surprise, good old B-Train. It it says, now, let's see, TV ratings <clears> on <throat> Garraway.net. You know, folks, this is a very, it's a very reliable site because it gives you the hour of how Monday Night Raw, and it looks like it really increased According to what I'm reading, and uh, Gerwick's very, very, very relatable. TV ratings, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so it's up to at least 3.2. That's better than what it was doing. 
And, folks, let me tell you, that's very hard to come by to get 3 million people to watch wrestling. So, um, you know, Vince McMahon does have power in getting people yes, to – Yep, mm-hmm. Continue to crater. Oh, what do you mean? I don't think so. Real reason the WWE Raw ratings are low. Oh, wow. You know, these. I'm just reading through articles around here. <laughs> and it's kind of very negative, Granny. It's it's saying WWE Raw record low is the product of building around. Okay, that was old. That's three days ago. This wasn't too hard to see this coming. Of course, Bleacher Report's going to say some negative shit. Of course they are. WWE Raw record low rating, a product of only building around Roman Reigns. That's not true. But anyways, um, well, here's something nice on Up Rocks. It says supposedly has something big planned to turn Raw around. Uh, okay, so... One week is Seth Rollins, yada, yada, can confirm. Anyways, folks, we'll read about ratings later, but I can just say this right now. Um, it's very refreshing to see a show that was in the basement get out and make it polish itself, start, you know, start fresh and make itself better. But the reason why I made the title of reunited and it feels so good question marks is like, are we sure that the McMahons are a family that we can trust? Are we sure that this isn't just some kind of smoke and mirrors? Cause granny. So in other words, what, so in other words, what you're saying is, so in other words, what you're saying is um, they knew what was going on by the ratings dropping so badly. They knew that they had to do something to bring it back up. So now are they like, okay, we're making this change. We're going to give you what you want. You all are the authority now. I mean, you know, like you said, is it a trap just to get everybody watching again? And then they're, they're going to do like what they did before, you know, and then go back to their same old ways. Once they get us lured in, they threw that fishing hook out, that, that reel out, and they're going to lure the fans back in for a certain amount of time. Yeah, we, because we hope we we, we we hope we can trust them. We hope we can trust them. I don't know, Granny. It's the McMahons. You know how I know. they were I know. in the past. I know. I know. So I'm only just, time I'm will just tell. Thankful you know? that they, only time will tell, but I'm thankful that they, well, I would put this, fame is a fickle friend, as most people would say. So to give the fans the illusion that we are in control is this to lower the boom on us and then start a true authoritative feel because the last time the McMahon said, we are changing the face, we're giving the WWE Universe what you want, yeah, that lasted for a good 90 days. This is not a trial run, folks. This is um, WWE. This is a show in which Monday Night Raw is what I'm referring to. This is a show in which 
has always evolved itself. So is this yet another evolution to Monday Night Raw? I don't know. Granny doesn't know, but we'll see. We'll see. I would like to believe that they are going to give us what they want. Less promos, more wrestling, less drama. But, hey, it, you know, like you said, it's WWE, so. It, it's it's very, how do I put this, Granny? It's very, uh, you always got to have your guard up when you watch WWE. I, it's why one of the reasons why I ventured out and started watching wrestling with my big brother because, you don't know what's out there, and you don't know if you you may or may not like it. And reading through the ratings, wow, that's that's just ooey. Raw Granny has been like two million, three and a half million right now. Um, the eighteen two thousand eighteen, the average viewers is two million eight hundred seventy six thousand six hundred, and that's through. They haven't even done the December 17th, the week of this. They do it bi-weekly. But good God, Granny, listen to this. The ratings were 2,193,000 viewers. Good Lord. That's that's really bad. <coughs> yeah. They, yeah. Were, they, were in the, they were in the twos. I mean, at least they're enough to keep you on the network. But, my God, SmackDown Live, even though <coughs> – this is by the viewership for average. So Impact Wrestling, SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live has been right up there with them. The highest ratings it's gotten, you know, so far was a two or two million eight. But, folks, this is probably why Vince came and said, hey, and Hunter and the general consensus with the McMahons is never a good thing if the numbers are low. So I bet you internally, I, like I said, I don't speak for the McMahons. I don't speak for the company. But... When you, as a promoter and as an owner, see that shit, you're going to pay attention, especially since the average, the 2018 average is 2,876,600 viewers. That's low. That is very low for WWE. Yes, it is. Um, Considering the fact that there's a lot of people in the States, there's a lot of people in the UK, this isn't just stateside, folks. This is worldwide. That's that's pretty – not to say that it's hard because, you know, different time zones, you know, in England or, or the U.K., our fans in the U.K. don't watch it till probably uh, late because they have different – they have the same cable as we do, just a little bit different structure because, trust me, I've been to London a few times in my life. But, uh, yeah, Granny, I'm glad the McMahon showed up. I'm glad that they set ground rules – the superstars because let's face it man Raw has had talent they have had talent they just haven't been able to utilize all their talent in a certain direction or utilize them in a certain way and when I say utilize I'm talking about Bobby Roode Chad Gable you know uh, the authors of pain the NXT grads that are there like Kevin Owens who's injured Sami Zayn who's injured not just those guys I just mentioned, but they have Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, Finn Balor. Talent pool is endless on Monday Night Raw. It was just a matter of time before those certain talents like Apollo Crews, 
you know, and Braun Strowman, who suffered from injury, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. Rollins and Ambrose were the main consistent folks that were keeping Raw interesting. Now, when the McMahons came, yeah, all the attention went straight to, of course, you know. But uh, Well, you know what I thought was interesting last night? Uh, uh-huh. What I thought was interesting last night, they were showing Sami Zayn, and you mentioned Sami Zayn. I guess he's going to be making a comeback from what I I saw last night on, on Raw. A lot of people, Granny, felt that when he came from NXT, you know, he was not this comedic character that was supposedly just, you know, it's kind of like the Joker, if you think about it. Sami Zayn yeah. has a personality who is, you know, funny, fun-loving with Kevin Owens, kind of like a new version of Edge and Christian, not quite to the magnitude of Edge and Christian, but um, those two, when it got time to be serious, you saw what they did to Shane. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, I mean, folks, not only that, but Kevin Owens was an NXT champion. So was Sami Zayn. Does that carry over onto Maine? I don't know. It, it all depends on how well you can perform in front of different type of audience because, like, in the NXT book, Granny, it said, you know, this is a completely different ball game. You know, they have – at the Performance Center, they train you for beginners, intermediate, and polish. Polish is the class that if you're going up to Maine, you prepare. And anyways, long story short, if Sami Zayn's coming back, I'm happy as a clan because then that gives Raw some variety from what they have been showing us. It's better than the Baron Corbin show, which was 11 weeks running. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, my God, dude. That kid, that guy, when he was named the interim general manager, when Kurt Angle went away, you know, for a little bit, it made us all think, please come back, Kurt. Please, if we click our heels, you know, at home, we please just hear the – Olympic gold medal theme and just there's no place like home (laughs) yeah yeah there's no place like home was what was going through our heads and it's just so great to see Kurt Angle back on Monday Night Raw as the general manager as the active GM and now that carries into Wrestlemania because what's going to happen folks at Royal Rumble is is Strowman going to strip Lesnar yeah and you know what's fine folks I don't here's another thing um the landscape of Raw is changing. Well, Granny, I, and others will be the judge of that. If you say the landscape is changing, I believe it when I see it, and I don't, you know, speak for I don't speak for other fans. But you make your own general assumptions. Is Raw changing for the greater good? Is it making its final, you know, push for us to believe you? So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens the next few weeks. Yeah, because we don't know what kind of matches are going to be shown. I don't care about that, folks. What I care about is a show, like I said, Granny and I grew to love since 93. <laughs> I mean, there's memorable moments that stem from Monday Night Raw that you cannot duplicate, no matter how hard you try. Very true.
when Daniel very, Bryan very said true. goodbye. When um, The Undertaker played several mind games with several superstars who were no longer there. Yep. When Stone Cold Steve Austin constantly on a daily basis had feuds with Mr. McMahon. <coughs> I mean, there's multiple. I mean, oh, when The Rock had his Lamborghini, had the cement poured into that. Or no, that was Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Yeah. When the Rock's car got destroyed by the monster truck, when the Intercontinental title got thrown into the river, when John Cena threw Edge into the river in Pittsburgh, when you know, there's there's shit ton of memories, man, about Monday Night Raw that I can go through. <clears throat> when Stephanie threw oh that nasty urinal stuff all over Trish Stratus, when DX was born because of the NWO when oh I have I have a ton of memories folks when Legion of Doom was still a tag team when controversial groups like the Heart Foundation and and the Nation of Domination were were jumping around because you had different times folks I mean in this kind you're going to get people who are butthurt and offended at anything you say or do so it was nice to see the McMahon say, you guys are in charge. You guys are the ones making this show possible. You have the authority. <clears throat> well, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. Like I said, Granny, I always keep my guard up whenever they say we'll give you what you want because you never know. And it's like, you don't trust us? Like, no, because the McMahons have a track record. It's not a good one. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, always be on your guard, folks, with certain people because, yes, they gave us what we want. Yes, people, you know, say, why can't you just shut up and enjoy it? Well, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I just, in the back of my head, I'm like, great, this is good for TV. This is awesome. But a part of me is thinking, um... When should we expect the lower, or when should we expect the boom to be lowered on us? Because it always is always a catch when the McMahons come back. There's always, like you said, it's like that lure and the bait lowered into the pond, and we're like a fish that get hooked. Well, it's kind of like Saturday night at WFC, you know. Riker, you know, um, him and Bishop Nasty were the tag team champions. And then the last show, you know, he turned on Bishop Nasty and basically took him out. And, you know, Richie Adams and Dutch Hagen are the WFC tag team champions right now. Well, Riker came out with his new gimmick Saturday night. And I'm sure you saw that. Well, that with mm-hmm. that mask and that big furry cape and everything, it was kind of funny because after the show, I was talking to him, and he said, "Yeah, he says I couldn't see very well, you know, with the mask on. I couldn't see where a lot of people were sitting. Well, when he had his back turned to me, you know, he heard me hollering at him, and then he turned around and he kind of like jumped in my face with that mask on and kind of growled at me <laughs> like he thought he was going to scare me." <laughs> I said, Riker, really? I said, you're, I said, if you're trying to scare me, it's not working. And, boy, somebody got a really good picture of me 
pointing my finger at him, hollering at him, like, what were you thinking, you know, turning on your partner, you know, and I mean, you just, you know, people don't understand, you know, that, you know, this trust thing, you know, yeah, I mean, you just can't, you can't trust people nowadays. I mean, you know, and so, and it, it was, well, yeah. Granny, here's the other point. We're all excited about this whole change on Raw. Did we ever stop and think they've done this before? We've been through this dance a time or two. Oh, I know. I mean, mean, we've been there, done that, you know. And not saying to despise or not to, you know, dispose of a negative thought or, you know, whatever, the positive, but like, hold a real... Can we trust the McMahons? Can we fully trust their their viewpoint or their mission, if you will? Because they've done this before. And they said, well, you know, you're not the ones going out to make money. That's true, dude. But uh, <laughs> here's the underlying issue with this whole deal. When you're involved in WWE, when you see what the fans are saying across the board, is there a catch? Some of us are saying, is there a catch behind this? Is there something that we're missing out on as fans? Is there something you should be telling us? Because they said, what? We gave you what you want. Not yet. Get rid of Lesnar as champion. That will be the icing on the cake. Because we already know Daniel Bryan. And or AJ Styles or Asuka on SmackDown Live will defend their championships without question. It's kind of like I'm sitting here having lunch with my son Anthony, and he brought up a very valid point. Something that Cold Stone Steve Austin used to da- used to say: "DTA, don't trust anyone." Yeah, it's true. Because honestly. Folks, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying, if it's for real, I will, you know, be like, okay, cool. You guys know what you're doing. You know, you've got the fans on a hook. Please do not screw it up by doing what you normally do. And that's for a good trial of three months, great pay-per-views and, you know, Great reactions from the crowd Like you used to have back in the day Not just during Attitude Era But also during the era of Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon, Diesel and all them I just Okay This is what I say folks Watch Other wrestling groups Because if you just center The focus around WWE That's okay but Granny and I, we she watches WFC, I watch New Breed, or what other wrestling factions that Kurt's a part of, like CEW or, um, well, Overdrive, of course, just recently. But, uh, yeah, I just... I'm sorry, what, I, I, don't I know. missed that B-Train. I, I just feel like I, if you want to... You know, feel like you have a backdrop for in case WWE disappoints. You have WFC. I have Kurt and his wrestling organizations, and I also have Ring of Honor and New Japan and all them. I don't say, "Oh yeah, this is way better than WWE." Yeah, I know, but 
there are certain things in wrestling that catch people's attention. You don't think Hunter notices all the women that he's got from the Mae Young Classic and where they come from and how how talented they are? Like, okay. There's now NXT UK, which uh, I think I believe Granny is. I don't know if they are partnered with. Uh, yeah, they probably are. Uh, Progress Wrestling, because Jenny, the NXT UK, or not NXT. Well, she is the Progress Wrestling champion, and she's also an NXT UK. So obviously, she splits time in between the two. The point I'm trying to make is, if you're disappointed with the product you're watching, find something else that makes you happy. Because this guy's asking, well, why is it, you know, you're so weary about WWE? It's like, dude, I have seen, I have been to six WrestleManias. It does not make me the overall expert. I have been to Royal Rumble. I have been to a lot of SummerSlams because I, you know, live in New York. And I have seen what WWE has done Thank God for TLC, because I had nothing negative to say about that pay-per-view. You know, I, for the first time, it really was a pay-per-view that finally made fans go, wow, we can love you again. (sighs) Because there's so much, Granny, you and I have both been through this. There was so much negativity that was shown to us. And it was nice to see like a a positive spin at TLC. Mm Mhm. It was. Because I don't know about you, but I was getting ready to the point of like, please let this be a decent pay per view. Please, I don't care if you guys struggle or whatever it is. Just give us one good match, and please let it be the triple threat. The triple threat was probably the, one of the best matches on the card, I think. The triple threat tag team match, maybe not so much. You know, the Bar, New Day, and Usos, they did good. I just was surprised that, you know, they retained the title. I, I don't know about you, but I thought for sure maybe the Usos or the New Day was probably going to come out uh, victorious, so... But, uh, yeah, it was definitely different. It was definitely a different feel, different vibe, and it felt good. Yes, it did. It it always... It always makes you wonder, okay, if they do this, if they say the change is coming, should we as fans be open to change or should we be, you know, on our guard, which is a question because we're united and it feels so good because, uh, you know, Granny, every time the McMahon is united, you're just thinking, oh boy, what, what's going to happen now? Yeah, it 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 makes you wonder. I mean, when like I said, they started saying what they were saying last night. I was just like, "Wow, finally!" I mean, you're you're finally getting it. What's going on? I mean, 
you know. And I I hope that it stays. I hope it stays for the better. You know. I hope it's. You know. I hope they realize what they need to do to keep us. I mean, not only you and I, but all of us, all the fans watching WWE. I mean, that's my rest. I mean, you know, I don't get to see that many wrestling shows except when I go to Oklahoma. So this is my only way of getting my wrestling fix. And if I can't watch WWE because I don't like what's going on, then that leaves Granny a very unhappy Granny because... I can't take my frustrations out on anybody. You know, so. Except for hubby and her son. (laughs) Did you hear what my son just said? Except for my husband and my son that I take my frustrations out on if I don't get to my wrestling fix? Not true, fans. (laughs) Not true. The B train knows what I'd have to put up with, you know. So yeah, it's it's mainly, folks. The reason why I'm so weary about I'm around a lot of wrestling where I live. Okay, I am here. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I am literally an hour and fifty eight minutes away from Monster Factory. I am literally. Let's see. Probably an hour and a half, two hours away from Philly, which is where, you know, the Ring of Honor headquarters are. So, also, House of Hardcore comes a lot. Wrestling Revolver comes around a lot. PWX. A lot of wrestling comes my direction. Do I have access to it? Yeah. The problem is, I work. So, the <laughs> I have Hulu, which gives me WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. I hadn't watched any Raw replay until recently because it had, I'm going to say it, it had sucked big time. And I can't express to you enough that, you know, it's a great thing that they come out and they haven't done, you haven't even done the rating recap for December 17th through the 24th or whatever, you know, it's a week that GarrettWick.net does. But uh, the numbers, Granny, that's just, oh, my Lord. That's staggering, 2,876,000 that watch Monday Night Raw. And you're th- I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe there's a reason for that. It's because when you constantly shove a gimmick down our throats, like Aaron Corbin or the fact that Lesnar is the is he the champion? Because I, I hardly see him. So that's the only thing, that's the only nagging factor that needs to be let go if you really, truly do listen to social media, uh, which I think they do because they obviously, it was a generalized consensus or it was the numbers. It had nothing to do with social media because they can block you out or they can just make you miserable. So... Well, you know, it's just, I don't know. You know, it, it, I hope, like I said, we can hope and pray that, you know, change, this change is going to be for the good. It's going to be a good change. 
You know, because like you, what you said last night, people don't like, some people just cannot deal with change. They hate change. And, you know, some and sometimes change is for the better. And hopefully this change that they made last night, this shakeup that they did last night, hopefully it will be for the better. <laughs> I hope so too, Granny, because I've been trying to tell folks, like, look, I still am loyal to watching all across the board wrestling. And it's not hard. It's, you can you know you can certainly do it on different websites. You can stream it. You can be lazy enough and not help pay the network subscription of nine dollars ninety nine cents a month. I don't care. However, you watch wrestling, man. It's all about networking and making your product better. If you don't, if you don't pay attention to what or where you are, then there's a problem. If you're not paying attention to your surroundings and not listening to the fans, you're going to be in for a treat, man. It's not going to be a good treat. It's going to be one of those, yeah, you're not going to like biting down on sour, the metaphorical sour licorice of wrestling, which is, ooh, okay, we better do something drastic to give the fans what we want before it's too late. Uh, Hey, you know, it's almost the end of 2018, and it took you guys – all the way up until then to see what we were talking about. Granny and I have been expressing it. Various other podcasts have been expressing it. It's not nothing to do with us, I bet you. I bet you, if anything, they paid attention to the numbers I just read off. Numbers are a lot of, of to do with what how they promote, how they – their T-shirt sales, I'm sure, are fine. I'm sure they sell a lot of T-shirts or title belts every day. I don't know what the sales are. I'd have to look and do some research on that. But, Granny, I'm pretty sure that that's not the problem. The problem was getting people to actually tune into their show. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, it, it's the fact that you're trying to fix something that's broken. So what do you do when you have a broken bike when you're a kid? You get your dad to help you either put the part back on with a screwdriver or you go some to, you know, to a metal shop back in the day and you have to get a new wheel or, you know, a new seat and you ride on the road again. I think that's what Raw was. It was a broken bike or, you know, whenever you have a car issue, you go to a mechanic. Well, mechanically speaking, you know, they have the parts and they have the car, but they just weren't starting the engine, man. They just were not putting the key in the ignition and starting the car. That is Monday Night Raw. It's a fucking machine, dude. The show's been running for 25 years. It's a little behind The Simpsons, but The Simpsons have been running since 88. So when you look at the trail, you know, the tale history of Monday Night Raw, it's never been a show to disappoint. However, in the last few years in between, however you look at it, it depends on the type of fan you are, whether you see the good or the bad. So I mainly want to look up and down. Up and down. Up and down. It's a constant roller coaster. You gotta find your peaks, find your valley. You gotta find what makes the ride successful? What makes people want to keep coming back and riding that roller coaster? So, me, 
I think that this was good timing because if fans were not intrigued with this shit, Granny, I can tell you right now, dude, I would have packed up and lost already because I really was not intrigued by Monday Night Raw's product. I was getting annoyed the fact that it was basically the Baron Corbin shtick. It wasn't really resonating with fans, and it was it felt like things were forced. You know, and and even last night, you know, Corey Graves, you know, he's always been on Baron Corbin's side. You know, oh, you know, you, they're all treating him wrong. It's not fair to him. And I'm like, okay, Graves, why don't you cry me a river? Because you know, I I'm not a big fan of Corey Graves. I mean, sometimes he makes valid points, but most of the time I can take it or leave it. And it was kind of funny last night. He kind of questioned Renee Young about when he won the uh, the championship Ambrose. at TLC. Why, yeah. yeah, when Ambrose won the championship from TLC, what kind of celebration did him and Renee Young have at the Ambrose house. <laughs> Renee Young just was like, that's none of your business. <laughs> you know, she put him in his place. And I'm I'm glad Renee Young's part of the commentating team. But she comes sometimes, I, I like her. She sometimes puts Corey Graves in his place when it needs to be. You know, Granny, the other thing before I leave, um, for, you know, if we had a subway trip to coming up anyways, what really irritated me was when she said, yeah, what is your deal? Because Renee was just trying to stick up for her husband because not many people do stick up for Dean. I know. I just found I know. it annoying. He's like, I know I take showers. I don't know about you. And I'm like, really? I don't care if it's banter or not. And I, I, I get it. You know, you're trying to, you guys are trying to make it interesting. I get it. But that's uncalled for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I, I sat there and wrote, uh, wrote down what he said. I was like, I don't know how it is around the holidays when Rollins or Ambrose come around. And I'm like, really, dude? Okay, if you guys are just doing this to play with each other and make the crowd really pine for what you are doing, good job. But when it comes to you're trying to commentate the match, you guys, it's taking away from the match. Now everyone's going to be interested in the banter between Graves and Renee Young. I'm just saying, like, it's genius on their end, but it's also, I don't know what those two were trying to accomplish type thing, because the main main focal point is Ambrose is now the Intercontinental Champion. Yep. So you guys can either focus on that or just constantly bicker about how Rollins doesn't give you the time of day. And then I guess you could hear in Graves' voice how probably he's instructed not to talk about personal stuff with Renee. And even if it is oh, yeah. playful banter, even if it is playful banter, um, okay. Uh, that's the one point of TLC that I didn't get to mention yesterday was Grace announcing, you know, it was it was back and forth with him. You know, he's good. He's a great announcer, not to take away from Corey. You know, he knows what he's talking about. Obviously, he wouldn't be in the position that he's in because the company loves what he does. 
But Granny, at the same time, sometimes Graves reminds me a lot of Jerry the King Lawler, but not ever in the magnitude that Jerry was. And that's, you know, play to the heels, you know, be be consistent, whatever. He's very good at that. Oh, yeah. Um, however, however, you know, Corey, I'm pretty sure outside the announcement um, table, he's a pretty nice dude. I've actually had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Graves a couple of times, which he probably does not remember, and that's fine. But what I will tell you is this before I leave. When you're announcing a match, dude, um, good job, you know, playful banter, whatever, you got the crowd's attention. It's not about you, dude. It's about the match. It's not, I mean, seriously, if you're trying to, like, tester Renee at the announce table, I get it. But she's not there to play babysitter for Corey Graves. No, she's not. And for the I think Renee Young does a very good job on the commentating team. I like I said, I enjoy seeing her there, you know. Um I really do. And she does a fairly good job of making her presence felt, announcing the match, learning the moves, honing her craft. Like I said, Corey Graves is a good guy. He's an all-around good guy. It's just sometimes he may get distracted on, you know, a few things. And, yes, Granny, it's funny. I think there's fairly few times that he's mentioned us. Not really. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm just playing. There's fairly few times that he he can stay focused both on the match and on banter focus. I feel like sometimes the banter focus gets, you know, a little too much attention. And that's what kind of irritated me during the IC title match. I was trying to focus on the match, and I was you two bickering like kids. Just saying. Yeah. I love Renee. I love Corey to death, but, like, here's to end it, folks. Um, if you – if you hang on one second. Anyways. As I'd like to go out, before I go out, I'd like to say, if you want to catch the awesomeness that is SmackDown Live, you can catch it on USA Network, uh, 8 Eastern, 7 Central on USA Network. And the SmackDown Live replays, you can catch it on Hulu for the SmackDown Live replays for the month. You can go to WWE Network, subscribe, get your Christmas gift today, folks. It is free your first month, $9.99. <laughs> The following month after you can get your preloaded cards at twenty nine ninety seven at your local game shops, Dollar Generals, Walmart, seven elevens, and Best Buys. Oh, and uh, if you didn't believe in what good old Brian Reynolds had to tell you, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say today, what you gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Tune in tomorrow, folks, 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 Central. Sorry for the time mix-ups, but this is Wrestle Radio Network Tuesday. Happy holidays, folks. We will have one more show on Monday at the regular time. <coughs> or, yeah, regular time before the holidays. Love you, Granny. Merry Christmas to you and family. Merry Christmas to Tim. Merry Christmas to Anthony. Merry Christmas to everyone at WFC. Love you to pieces, guys. Thank you so much for giving us wrestling. 
Happy holidays. Love you all, too. And Merry Christmas to you and your family, B-Train. Merry Christmas, Granny Holster. Merry Christmas, every wrestling fan, everybody. To those bitches, I got to go. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.